Hey, and welcome to Force of Light Entertainment. I'm your host, Michelle, and with me, as always, is my co-host, my sister, Natalie. Hey, everybody. We are glad that you are tuning in to this episode of Force of Light Entertainment. This is episode 14. That's kind of hard to believe. We're moving along. We are. And if you have not yet and would like to, we would invite you to please subscribe to the podcast, and that way we're just automatically there every time you go to your podcast and your library. So you might want to check that out. It's it's free 99. You might as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, this last week has been an interesting week, it has. Has, it, has it not? It has. We, of course, are referring to... Uh, the coronavirus that has put, I almost don't even want to hear the term yeah, anymore. Yeah, that, that I, I honestly, yeah. It's like you see it in meme, you hear it. Like, that's why I, I was telling my dad earlier, like, I just had to start putting on, like, like I found a show on Hulu just to start watching to have noise because I can't even turn my TV on anymore to have noise in the background because even sport channels now, because sports have been canceled... You know, all they do is talk about coronavirus. So, yeah, we're going to mention it just right now. We'll try to avoid that word. We'll we'll escape around it. Well, and just to put it in perspective, I've heard more than once now the mention on the radio that it's tweeted about every 43 milliseconds. Oh, my gosh. That's how often it's tweeted about. It's just everywhere. Yeah. So the stupid virus has put most of the world on edge. And so we invite you over the next, you know, prayerfully, I hope this is finished by the end of April at least. Yes. But um, as long as we're in this and you are having to practice social distancing, we invite you to feel free to check out any past episode that maybe you've missed. So if they're, you know... We've got nothing else to do, and in those past episodes, we most sure to, most certainly do not talk about that crappy virus. So, <laughs> no. if you want something that is mindless entertainment, you know, check out some of our other podcasts. But Natalie and I are here with you during this time, as we say, and as we quote Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. You are not alone. No. In this time. That's right. And Natalie and I are here for you, and we will have our podcast up. So this is going to be a place for you to come and distract your mind of the crappy virus. (laughs) Sometimes we all just need a distraction, you know, from anxiety or whatever it is, just a place to escape. Yes. And don't be anxious. It's all going to be okay. It is. Be cautious, you know, do your part, but we're going to get through this. Yes, we will. I'm just, something that's not taking us out, as I can rest assure you, is coronavirus. Right. <laughs> so just enjoy, enjoy some time, I guess at home some. But, you know, uh, you know, maybe, you know, use discretion. You know, some p- places have laws or have put in rules. You know, I, I know Michael just texted our brother that I guess in Ohio they now have closed, as of now, have closed down all restaurants. Yeah. I don't know if that was just Cleveland uh, well, or... they just have drive through service. Yes, you can you just do drive through You, you can't, can't dine in. Yes, you can't dine in. But, like, that's not the case here where we are. So, you know, just kind of... You know, Natalie and I decided yesterday uh, that we felt safe enough to go see a 3 o'clock movie. We and like to live dangerously, <laughs> in the words of Austin Power. <laughs> we do. And... 
You know, so we went and we took our Lysol and we sprayed down the leather seats and everyone had spaced down the theater that was there. So we were all practicing social distancing. Yes. And I saw... um, Practice safe movie going, people. Yes. And, you know, I would like to say this because I really feel, you know, theaters kind of have a hard time in general because, you know, they don't get all that money. It goes to the people who made the movie. But, you know, like I don't typically buy, I don't always buy concessions, but like I bought, I bought the $4 Bunchy Crunch just because I wanted to, almost as a donation, because I just know that they're having tough times. Right. So, or I picked up dinner last night and, and left a tip even though I was dining out, you know, things like that. Uh, just try, you know, try to be, you know, courteous. I'm obviously not saying waste your money, but be courteous, you know, especially to small businesses and things right now, because... The virus is, you know, it's it's affecting it's, people. It's impacting a lot of things. It is. So, you know, if you if you can, you know, where you can, maybe almost it's almost kind of a donation, but try to help small businesses out where you can. But, you know, I, I know we I just said we went to see we went to see the hunt uh, last yesterday and it was very entertaining. It was. It uh, definitely keeps you it's it moves so quickly, you know, it kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat. Well, and it's short. It's 89 minutes. Yeah, so it's just kind of nonstop yeah. from the very good, from It the is. Video. Literally from the beginning to the end, this nonstop action and Betty Gilpin, who of course is in Glow and Natalie and I know her from the Netflix show Glow. But she is just awesome in it. Yeah, I just, I really like her. Yeah, she's just great in everything she's in. And I really, really want either DC or Marvel Comics, they need to swallow her up. I would love that. Like, I actually thought today, could she be Poison Ivy? Yeah, I think think she she could. could. But then I was like, Poison, she could do the acting of the seriousness of Poison Ivy, but Ivy, I don't think, requires the action that she's capable of. Because you kind of want to see her be utilized in a role with a lot of action. Yeah, I know Grace Randolph on on, um, YouTube, she had mentioned her for, I guess, She-Hulk. Yeah, I I, could see that. That could be, because you have to be like the smart, sophisticated, but then also turn into the Hulk. So, I, you know, I think that'd be cool. She's a great actress. She's great at action. And, I mean, I told Michelle her look and, like, her body literally looks like a, like, comic book, like, female action hero or yeah. something. I mean, she she's a she's a sexy woman. and, and but she, she is. Let's just come out and say <laughs> You know, she is. Whoa. And so, The Hunt, if you want something, if you're not squeamish by blood and guts, um, <laughs> The Hunt is... But it, it is a satire, so it it's is. like, you know, it's not... You just have to see it. It's not serious. It's not as serious as no. It's not serious. And let's just say once she, most people get taken out of the people being hunted within the first fifteen minutes of the movie. And once it's just her taking them out, like it genuinely is a fun time. It it really is because she's just like I heard someone say she's like a female Chuck Norris. So it's fun. She's pretty awesome. I, I kind of compare her to like a female Rambo because in the movie she's like ex-military and a little off in the brain, but but smart and but in the best possible way. Yes, like she's she's awesome in it, so it's fun. So you know, if you have nothing else to do and you feel safe enough to go to a random time at the theater, you know, you might want to check that out. They're actually, I mean, we were distanced from people, but there, I was surprised there were more people at the theater than I thought would be. Yeah, there were. So I was happy for that. Um, 
And I saw, and I was going to give a shout out to Michael Campbell in England, who has been, you know, tweeting with us back and forth and has listened to the show and had nice words to say. We appreciate you, Michael. Hello, Michael. And he he tweeted me today the picture him and his friend went to the theater. They braved it out in England and went to the theater yesterday. And I think they're safe because they were the only two in the theater. (laughs) Yeah, the rods are pretty good. You know, honestly, the theater's kind of becoming a safe spot because a lot of people aren't going, so... But he, it is becoming a place to not be in a crowd. Yeah, you can practice social distancing at the movie theater these days. Uh, take some Lysol, spray down the seat, and have yourself a fun time with the theater all to yourself. <laughs> but him and his friend saw what we saw a few weeks ago. They saw uh, The Invisible Man. Oh, and, yeah. And he said they were on the edge of their seat as, as I was on the edge of my seat when I saw that movie. For sure. So, yeah, so maybe in this time, I don't know, just depending on where you are and what the rules are or what they're allowing, you know, you might want to go to your theater and practice social distancing there. (laughs) Yes. But we'll leave that to your discretion and your caution. But I also would like to, Natalie, I'll let Natalie give out the shout out. Okay, uh, is this a Twitter name? Yes, this is a Twitter name. We we don't know your real name, dude. If you want us to know, you can inbox us. So, hello to Rural Farm Boy in Pennsylvania. We're happy to have you. Yes, we, you again, like Michael, reached out to us, listened to the podcast, and I appreciate the kind words that you had to say. So Yes, always appreciate it. Yes, so we we appreciate both of you all for tweeting us out and letting us know you're listening, and we are glad to have you join our conversations. So we'll keep the conversation going with you two moving forward. And in the midst of what we're going through, Disney and their generous, you know, even Disneyland and Disney World closed down. That, that's yeah, where we are right serious. now. <laughs> but because of everything that's going on, um, you know, of course, to, to maximize money, you know, with DVD sales and things, Frozen 2 was originally going to be put on Disney Plus in three months from now. So they could, you know, people would buy digital copies and buy the DVD. But because of everything that's happened, they put Frozen 2 on Disney Plus last night for kids and everyone to watch. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I thought nice. that, that was very nice of them. So if you haven't seen Frozen 2 and you like cartoons, uh, Frozen 2 is awesome. I loved it, even as an adult. And Me your, too. Your kids will probably love it if they've not seen it. But uh, we also, you know, we have a Frozen 2 discussion if you would like to check that out. <laughs> so th- there's that. And then The Rise of Skywalker, Star Wars, it was the digital copy was going to come out Tuesday for for purchase, and they went ahead and released it for purchase uh, Saturday night. Oh, just, nice. Just yet again to give people something that they can watch. So shout out to Disney for the early releases. But, you know, let's let's kind of move in and let's begin to talk about some movies so, you know, grab a, a cup of whatever you want to talk about or whatever you want to drink and join the conversation and let's talk some movies. Because today, I didn't say that, my brain, today we will be discussing, we just decided we'd go ahead and discuss uh, some movies that are coming out and we're kind of got this split of movies, well, some that were supposed to come out before July and then we'll do another episode talking about the movies coming out after July. 
So that's what we're going to talk about today. I was say, nothing, nothing like a good old 20-minute intro. <laughs> yeah, we, it's, it's not quite 20 minutes. I'm kidding. But, we, you know, we don't really have a set thing. We're just talking about movies, so... Sometimes we just hang out. Yeah, sometimes, you know, it's a conversation. We just like to chat with you all, so... But we'll move in to talking about uh, the movies now, and, you know, uh, some of these movies... In fact, the first three I'm going to name have all been moved from their original release date because of the virus. <laughs> the virus. Dun, dun, dun. So we'll start with these, even though they're no longer going to come out. Well, probably not going to come out before July. I, You know, we that's why we're doing this, too. You know, the next three weekend podcasts, we were going to have a different movie to review and discuss with you all. So those have all been canceled. So we've had to change our plans. <laughs> but we'll go ahead and discuss, you know, you know what we're excited about. And one of the movies that I was most anticipating for for 2020 was going to be coming out this Friday, and then John Krasinski tweeted out that due to the, the the virus, we won't say it, you know which one, that they were pushing back the day. And I understand why, because yeah. so many people are scared. They just would have lost millions of dollars. Right. So I understand. But they pushed back A Quiet Place 2. Yes, A Quiet Place 2. And so A Quiet Place 2 is one of the movies that I was very much anticipating, and... So we'll just talk about that for a minute. Natalie, yeah. you and I, and we took our cousin Zeke, we saw the first Quiet Place. And for those of you who haven't seen it, I, it is on Hulu and Amazon Prime right now for free if you want to watch it. And that'd be a great thing if you've not seen to watch uh, during this time. It's yeah, and I highly recommend if you like, you know, suspenseful uh, you know, like you said, it's a little as, bit of horror. As an adult, you're it's not scary. No, I can't it's use not that word. scary. It's more just like you're kind of suspenseful and on the edge of your seat. And like, you know, I, I kind of reference that's like my hand over my mouth, like, you know, kind of like that type of deal throughout the movie. Um, but they do in a way, I guess, because of that opening scene with their son, let you know you're in a horror movie. Yes. It is. It is a it's a soft horror. You know, that's really, you know. It's it's kind of on the level of Stranger Things, in my opinion. But it's not a, um, you know, everybody's going to make it out. Okay. I think, you know, it's more horror than Stranger Things to me. Just, yeah, because at this point, we kind of feel like the main characters are all going to make it. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let, when, when, they, when Stranger Things introduces a character, a new character that has the initial B, but, but in front of their name, just know they're a goner. You know, right? It's true. We got Barb, uh, Bill, or no? Who was this? Uh, who's the guy in the second one that, that dies? Yeah, I forgot his name in real life. It's the guy that plays Rudy. But why did I just I forget know. his name? Is it Bob? Bob. Yeah. yeah, Bob. Yeah, Barb, Bill, or Bob? God, I can't speak. I don't know who this Bill is. Barb, <laughs> Bob, and Billy. Yeah. So I was I was thinking of Bill, Billy. So each season, we lose someone with the letter B. So be on the lookout in season four for the for, letter B character. Yes, yeah, so when, when someone comes in, male or female, with the name with, that starts with a B, they're probably gone. They've got a mark on their back. <laughs> they do. But yeah, it is. It probably is a little more horror element, definitely. It's definitely more uh, 
I can't say that word. There we go. Water Sisters 4. Yes. It's definitely more of that to me than Stranger. It's more serious than Stranger Things. It is. Stranger Things has so much comedy in it. Whereas in A Quiet Place, there's really not any comedy. No. It's really just nail-biting. And (laughs) if you're going to watch A Quiet Place at home and you haven't seen it, like, don't just casually watch it. Yeah. Like, it's a quiet... What made A Quiet Place so interesting, and I think why so many people gravitated towards it and liked it is it truly was an incredible movie-going experience. Like, this is a movie you you. it's awesome to pay and see in theaters. Well, and shout-out to Michelle and I's wonderful hairstylist, Jay Disney. She was the one. I really didn't know anything about the movie, and she's like, oh, you've got to go see this movie. It's so good. You know, so we did. That weekend, we talked about it. We went and saw it, and we were like, yeah, you were right, Jade. Yes, yes. So thank you, Jade. Yeah. Yes. And Hillary May had told me to go see it. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, because The Quiet Place, it is, it's, you know, if you guys have seen it, which I'm sure a lot of you have, that's why they're made a second one, because it's so so popular. I mean, it literally, in the name, A Quiet Place, it's quiet. Like, it's one of those movies you don't even want to take a snack in, because you can hear people chewing, because the whole movie is so quiet. Yes, like the name, it's it's literal. I mean, like, they, they whisper throughout yeah. the movie. I mean, because that's the point. The monsters that are in this world, they can only, they hear sound. They can't see. And so when there is an actual noise or somebody speaks like, a loud oh! volume, yeah, it's kind of like a little shocking to the system because you're in this zone where everything is quiet. I'm pretty sure our cousin Zeke was eating like chips, too. I'm I'm sure. <laughs> Shout out to Zeke. <laughs> He's a big movie talker throughout all movies. I think he stayed quiet, but but he had his chips. <laughs> and you know, I remember my brother uh, teaching me one time. He I realized I didn't know how to whisper because he said, "You whisper like this. You don't whisper like this." I don't know if they heard the first. Yeah, one. well, because that's a true whisper. Like you know, he explained to me like if you whisper from deep down, it's not really a whisper. But you, when you whisper, it's right from your. But let's just say our cousin Zeke, he's he doesn't really know how to whisper as I once did not. But he's gotten better. He's so, gotten better. So he can he's going. I'm sure to see the second one with us if he's not busy and. We love you, Zeke. Yes, but but it is truly a quiet place. Is an experience. It's a fun movie. To see um, the acting, it was great. Of course, you know, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, who are married in real life, and he directed. That was his first directing movie. Yes. So they worked together, and, you know, it did so well. They decided to work together again and have made A Quiet Place too. And I was already excited, but the second trailer that I just showed Natalie, that's when I was like, man, I'm really excited for this. Like, it looks really good, I think. And um, I actually saw him. I mean, this is just my random thoughts on John Krasinski. Is that how you pronounce yes. his last name? But Who, of um, course, has played Jim in The Office. I saw him in an interview with somebody uh, a couple weeks ago. And I really had never heard, you know, obviously, I, well, I mean, not obviously, but I watched The Office and was a big fan of that show. Um, of course, I'd seen him in that for years, but it's like I never really heard him as a person talk. And I was impressed with just like what a genuinely nice guy he seems like in real life. And I'm always kind of like uh, when celebrities are like gracious the way he was and someone compliments and they immediately say, oh, thank you, you know, and they're gracious like that. I know it sounds bad, but you don't really see that all the time. Yeah, he seems like the there's opposite. There's still like a humility there and like, oh, thank you. He seems you know? like the opposite of Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> DiCaprio. <laughs> I literally almost, that basically came out of my mouth. <laughs> Listen, I've been, I've been in quarantine. <laughs> That's a 
new one. <laughs> Are you a big Leonardo DiCaprio fan? Social distancing is is having an effect on me. I'm an ambivert. I've, I've got. A, I'm a mix. I'm I'm an introvert and an extrovert, and it's been too much inward here lately. I'm definitely an introvert, so this is right up my alley. Yeah, she likes it. But so a quiet place too, and I would say you know they moved it. They they have not announced when it's coming out. I looked at the movies coming out. I think a great time for them to move this would be August because just look at what's coming out in August. Nothing. So I think they could dominate August, and it's still August is still hot, at least where we are. <laughs> but it's, right. a, it's a summer month. Oh yeah. But it's like the hottest month. But uh, so I, I'd love to see them. I don't really care where they move it. I just looked as like, oh, that'd be a great place to, to put it. They'd make a lot of money there. But I was sad that it got moved, but I'll be happy whenever we do get to go see it. So Quiet Place is one of the movies we're looking forward to. And then a second movie, I wasn't like pumped for this movie, but you know, I knew I'd go see it because of my niece. Uh, and it got moved to the first three movies I'm naming have all been moved because it was supposed to come out the week after Quiet Place, and that is the Disney movie Mulan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll be happy to see it. I was a big fan of the animated one as a as a kid. So. Well, I love the animated, but I think, like, there, I guess Disney was trying to be more realistic to the Chinese tale or something, and they took out, you know, the little dragon yeah. that was voiced by Eddie Murphy. Which... Was a big help to the movie. It was to the, the humor. It was. It was all the humor. And then I feel like they took out the man that she falls in love with. Well, so, so that's why I'm kind of like, well, what am I going to see? Like, I feel like you removed every element of the movie I liked. And they took out the singing. Oh, my goodness. And and I'm pretty sure that the actress they got, like, has a good voice. But they've removed the singing. So this, I guess, will be, I guess, Cinderella didn't have any singing. I didn't see Cinderella. It just didn't look very interesting to me. Oh, the live action one. Yeah, it it was good. Is it good? Okay, it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, to me, nothing can ever beat. I love like when I was about twelve or so. Ever after, ever after, it was such a kind of unique, beautiful take on Cinderella's story, and I thought kind of more realistic in a way, like their costumes and everything. But yeah, that was a really good one. But I just compare it to that because I know Cinderella doesn't have singing. I don't think. Where, right. like, Beauty and the Beast, um, Aladdin, like, they've all had singing. Well, no, Cinderella did have singing it in did? the animated okay. version. Okay. Well, no, I, but I mean the live action. I know oh, it did yeah. animated. No, I don't think it did. Well, and that's why I'm saying Mulan, I guess, is following that, where there's no singing. Yeah. Which is like, if the girl can sing, why can't we have Reflection break out, you know, during the... I mean, Such a good song. It is a good song. And I think Christina Aguilera has done a new version of it, I think. But... So I'm a little disappointed with that, but it's, you know, I'll still go see it. I'm open-minded. I mean, it may be great even with these changes. Um, So we'll see how that is. But I was thinking, I think a great time when I was looking at the schedule, I think a great time for Disney to put this is in December, like a good Christmas movie, because I think there's snow even in the, um, even in the trailer. Yeah, so it'd be a good winter movie. Plus, it's like a good family movie. Right. So I think that would probably be the best time to move this movie, um, and I'll go see that. The third movie that I was... Now, this is one that I was very much looking forward to. Natalie could care less. <laughs> but I was looking forward to it, and it's been moved. And we know the date of this move. Uh, and, and the movie is No Time to Die, the last James Bond uh, with Daniel Craig is James Bond movie. And they have moved that to November 25th. This this was actually the first movie that got moved, you know, even like a couple weeks ago. 
And I was actually kind of like, oh, okay, you know, because that was before anything else got moved. And I actually think November 25th works better for Bond because I feel like most of the Bond movies, cut, or well, no, not all of them, but the last couple have come out more by around Thanksgiving. So that'll be a good movie. Um, I really like, uh, what's his name? Malik, who played in, uh, he played in the Queen movie. Oh, yeah, Ravi Malik. Yes, he plays the Bond villain. Yeah, he's a really good actor. He is, and I think, you know, I'm just excited to see how this Bond closes. So we'll see. Natalie's probably not going to go see with me. You never know. She may be forced so we can review it. Yeah, I I might surprise (laughs) Shelly. But I'm excited for that. And, you know, I, I just, yeah, Daniel Craig has been an incredible Bond and see, that had to win me over because that was the first time I ever saw Bond with blonde hair. And I remember when I first saw the, the trailer for um, for Casino Royale, I was like, oh, Bond's got blonde hair. Next, and next we need a ginger. A ginger Bond? Huh? Speaking for all my fellow gingies out there. Well, they said Mary, maybe Henry Cavill and I, or Cavill. And I was like, yes, oh, okay. yes, please. It's hard to pass that. <laughs> yes, give me Henry. <laughs> I would gladly. He would be an amazing James Bond. Let's just say Michelle is a big Henry Cavill fan. He is an attractive man. That he is. (laughs) So, but I also would love to see him come back as Superman, which I know a lot of fans are really wanting to. So I'll be happy for either one. So James Bond, which will come out over November 25th. Very excited for that movie. And next movie that I'm hoping does not get moved. Right now, this movie has not been moved because it's scheduled to come out in May. And I'm fingers crossed it does. It, it comes out in May. And that is the Marvel movie uh, Black Widow, which is Scarlett Johansson finally, finally yeah. Marvel has given her her own um, her own solo movie. Yeah, which is about time. Yeah, I think it'll be good. It looks like, and I've said this before, I actually prefer DC over Marvel most of the time. Um, I just prefer kind of their look and vibe more. Yeah, you know I do. Yes. And, but I genuinely, from the moment that they've showed the first trailer, have thought this looks really good. Um, to me, it looks a lot like my one of my probably my favorite Marvel movie thus far, which is Captain America: Winter Soldier, which has yeah. Sebastian Stan as the Winter Soldier, and 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 of course Black Widow plays a big role in that movie, and I so I really loved I really that's my favorite Marvel movie thus far. And this movie kind of has the same vibe because there's a lot. It almost looks Mission Impossible. There's a spy element to it. You know, they're, of course, going back to Russia where she was in that program that, you know, where she became Black Widow. And the Red Room, I guess, is what it's called. But so it just looks very interesting. And it's got a very good cast. It does. Florence Pugh. Yeah. And David and, Harbour. Yes. And who we all love. Yes, of course. And Rachel Wise. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's James I Bond. she's in it. D- James Bond's wife in real life. You know, Daniel Craig's wife. And she's just so lovely. She is. I've loved Rachel Wise. I loved when I, you know, it came out when I was maybe 10. Yes, I don't you know, did. I loved her in The Mummy. Do you know, as cheesy as they can be, I watched that a few years ago. I love The Mummy. As an adult, I'm like, I really enjoy these. Like, they're just fun. The Mummy, I loved The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. 
And and even like and her transformation as a character from the first one to the second one, I, I you know I didn't really hit me as a kid. Well, and that's why I loved it as when I because I even went to see I think the Mummy two for my birthday one year when it first came out. I, I think you did. I, I did. That. I took you. I think I saw it like four times in theaters, which is amazing that I was somehow able to drag my parents <laughs> to the movies four times. But I loved the Mummy and the Mummy two, so I was I think it's cool to see. Rachel Wise, and then for you Marvel fans, I guess Taskmaster is like the big uh, bad guy in this that everyone's intrigued to see. And I guess his thing, Natalie, is he can, it's almost like he's got a photographic mind, like he can watch footage of, say, Captain America fighting, and he can mimic his fighting immediately. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. So, I'm jealous. So it is. <laughs> he, he looks like a cool villain. I know my cousin Zeke is pumped to see Taskmaster. But so that looks cool, and then it just looks it just looks good. Like it. Okay, one of my things with Marvel that gets on my nerves is there's too many scenes, in my opinion, where I know they're in a studio. Like you can just tell. Yeah. Like they're in a studio. That's a green screen, and that gets on my nerves. But this movie, they really shot it overseas, oh, and nice. like there's a lot of beautiful shots in it of them going through the city on motorcycles and different things. I just think it looks cool, and. Um, Florence Pugh looks as pretty as I've ever seen her in this trailer. Yeah, definitely. I don't, that maybe sounded not nice. No, but. <laughs> yeah, not that she's not, but you just mean something more appealing yes, about her than she usual. Yeah, she just grabs your eye more in it. And then, of course, Scarlett Johansson, Scarlett Johansson. And, Come on. And, yeah, and Rachel Wise is a beautiful woman. We probably spend way too much time talking about our <laughs> love for beautiful women. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, we appreciate them. Yeah, I mean, we do. Um, and we appreciate beautiful men, you know. Like, I, I love men, but I've always told Michelle. <laughs> now I'm like trying to. <laughs> I love men, but I've always told Michelle. Um, it's like art. <laughs> it is. It's like I, I'm an appreciator of all kinds of beauty. And let's face it, like, women are the fairer sex. And it's like sometimes when you've got a movie since I've been young, it's like I always want a pretty woman to look at. It's almost like they're more fun to watch than even a good-looking man. So. I feel like most women, though, appreciate other women. It's true. But but we're right. Our dad will say, like, that's a handsome guy. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just, that's just how we do. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we do on the Force of Light podcast. <laughs> we love the ladies. But we also, Natalie, a fun little thing is because they're in Russia and David Harbour He's literally, okay, he's in, think of Stranger Things 3. David Harbour is in Russia in a Russian prison at the beginning of yeah. this movie, and he's playing Lexi. His name's Lexi. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I yes. didn't know. So all the Stranger Things connections, of course, with that. It's just kind of fun. So he looks like he's going to add the humor for the movie. Rest in peace, Alexi. We yeah. loved you. We, we, we did. Especially my daughter. Yeah, she was really sad about that. But <laughs> it is sad. But so I, I think they've got a great cast. It looks good. It looks kind of like a spy thriller. So it just looks like, you know, it just it looks like a different type comic movie. And I it appreciate does. that. So yeah. I'm, I am genuinely very excited for Black Widow. And I'm really, fingers crossed, pray hands, hoping that it does not get moved Hopefully the stupid virus is wiped out by then and we can all go see Black Widow in May. So Black Widow. And then the last movie that I will talk about today is, I have to be honest, is my most anticipated movie of 2020. And that is Wonder Woman 1984. Yes. 
Did, who did not see that trailer and not say, dang, like that looks so good. <laughs> it uh, does. Because, I mean, uh, what a great combo to combine the Wonder Woman we've come to love and Gal Gadot um, and throw her in 1984 in the 80s. I, th- I feel like people love the 80s right now. Oh, and I know do. I do. I mean, I was born in 87, so I wasn't really like, you know, an 80s kid. I grew up, I was a kid more in the 90s and the early 2000s. But um, I kind of have a fascination with the 80s myself. Well, and it just, it feels like, you know, as people are saying, it's so true. Like the the trailer feels like Stranger Things, like Starcourt Mall. Yes. Like it, there's something there and it's just, ooh, it just the colors and the vibrant colors in it. And the think, hair. The- <laughs> well, and think about the stark contrast between the first Wonder Woman, which is set like in the 19, like 20s or 30s. Yes. Compared to this, you know, because they're kind of in like kind of a dirty time where it's war and then it's like all of a sudden now we're in bright like fun times yeah fun times 1984 so uh it just to me it looks awesome and the music oh my gosh sometimes i will literally walk on the treadmill to the trailer music yeah. Like, it is then, so good. What is it, Blue Monday, that they made, they did a rendition, rendition of? I think is that so, the song? because when you play the trailer music, it's just, there's no uh, vocals. It's no, just it's music, just, but. and they've taken that, I believe it's that's the song, is it Blue Monday? I think so. And they've taken it and made it more modern sounding, and oh gosh, like the music is so good. Yeah, Izzy's played it before while she's getting ready, like on the Alexa. And since we, you know, have already addressed our thing for, uh, you know, appreciating beautiful women. Why stop now? <laughs> We'll just keep going with this. You know, in the first trail, in that trailer, when uh, Kristen Wiig says something and it's the first time they yes. flash to Gal Gadot and she smiles. And she like laughs. I was like, good gosh, that's a beautiful woman. Like, she's, like, she's my, so beautiful. My heart just skipped a beat. Like, <laughs> she, I mean, she really, like, they could not have found a better person to play Wonder Woman. Truly, because while... While she's very sexy, of course, there's a, there's an innocence to her and there a pureness is. that comes through at the same time. And I think that was so perfect for the character of Wonder Woman. Yes. Like, yeah, and I, I just, I really, and I love Patty, Jenkin, Patty Jenkins, who uh, directed the first one, came back for this one. And, you know, there's literally a saying in Patty, we trust. Because Wonder Woman, you know, people had kind of had issue with kind of the new DC, but Wonder Woman was kind of the turning point because yeah. it was just so, people loved it. I loved it. Um, it was just so good. And, of course, they found a way to bring back Chris Pine as Steve Trevor, which we all loved. Yes. To me, that's something that made Wonder Woman so special is... It hit me when I was thinking about it, actually, today. It's a good case of how, like, she's definitely an alpha female. Yeah. But he's an alpha male. Right. And it's like they work together beautifully. They do. So, and I love, because it's like Steve Trevor is secure enough, as he says, you know, kind of funny when he's feeling a little insecure in the first one. He's like, I'm above average. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But as far as a man, but it's like... I mean, Steve Trevor's just awesome because it's like he's so secure with how awesome he is that exactly. he he can date Wonder Woman. I mean, come on. He loves himself a strong female. Yeah. And I mean, Steve Trevor, Chris Pine looks great in the role, too. Since, of course. Since we're just talking about looks at this point. Such so, a so male I can. He never heard anything. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I am. so, And then Kristen Wiig. I know some people were disappointed with her casting as Cheetah, but I, I really ha- I think she can do it. I think so, too. Because Kristen Wiig, you know, even in as funny as 
as uh, Bridesmaids is, she does hit emotional moments in that movie. She does, yeah. So I think she can play Cheetah. I think she can, you know, play a cork. She definitely can play a corky person as she's playing. But I think she'll be able to pull it off. So, and we also have Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian himself, <laughs> is playing the villain in this also. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, he's, um, I forget his name right now on the spot of who he's playing in the movie. You DC fans would know. But he's kind of the main big villain. Okay, cool. So he's in it. Yeah, so it's got a good cast, too. So I'm I'm very excited about this movie. Uh, the trailer, even the first trailer, it just looks awesome. The music's awesome. It looks awesome. Uh, it does. The action sequences look really cool. I mean, she's lassoing lightning at one point. That's, that's pretty dang cool. <laughs> it is. And, you know, something... I mean, not that other comic movies don't, but I felt like Wonder Woman, it even, like, it had good messages on it. Oh, definitely. Well, and I think that's what... I mean, I think that's why I've said this before. I just think DC finds a way, the way Star Wars does, to get kind of human elements. Tap into human yes. emotional. It, it taps into humanity and human emotional more and more to me than Marvel overall does. Uh, you know, that's not, you know, like that doesn't mean Marvel's not good. It's just I think they DC focuses on that a little more. And yes, I think Wonder Woman did have a great message. So we'll see what kind of message they give us in 1984. Yeah, exactly. And it's cool, too, because last time they were more kind of in London. Uh, this time they're in Washington, D.C. So it's just a totally different movie. And that's just kind of fun, too. It is. To have the same character, like two of the same characters, but be totally different. And just to see her this time, it's like, it's clear, you know, she's lived quite a while now out in the, the real world, you know, not with the Amazons. Yes. And she's got her pretty 80s apartment all decorated nice. And, you know, she has a job and it's just like, she's probably much more, I mean, she's always been confident, but it's like, she's like a woman of the world now. Yeah. Like she well, knows what she's doing. And where, and it's, it's a flip because in the first movie, She's kind of the fish out of water. You know, I heard this and think about this if you've seen Wonder Woman. I heard Patty Jenkins say, I think maybe Indiana Jones um, inspired her for Wonder Woman, but also uh, Little Mermaid. Think oh, about yeah. it. Because she's truly like a fish out of water in, right. in um, Wonder Woman. So this time, though, it's it's flipped. Uh, where Steve Trevor was the one that taught her about society. And this one, because Steve Trevor's got brought back somehow, which I think Pedro Pascal's character has something to do with. But since he's brought back, she's showing him. Yeah, he's the, the one world. behind the Yes, vibes. and kind of, because, you know, he's like a 1920s man, and now he's in 1984 all of a sudden, so... So, you know, he's going to have to learn those awesome, huge first computers and, and all Yeah, that. Yeah, because there's that. Yeah, she's like walking him through art and stuff in the end of the trailer. But so Wonder Woman is definitely what I'm looking forward to the most. But I'm looking forward to all the movies I named off. And so I think we'll stop there for today because that actually takes us all the way. Wonder Woman comes out in June, as long as, fingers crossed, it's not moved. So surely yeah. not. But um, so that that's it as far as the first half of the year and movies we're interested in and seeing. And we'll, the next podcast, we'll do the back half of the year. We'll do from July on and talk about the other movies that are coming out. Because there's a lot of movies coming out this year that are worth checking out. But that is anything you have to add to anything we've said, Natalie? No, I was just going to say, fear not. And you are not alone. Do not, don't worry about. 
I mean, be cautious, of course, but just take a deep breath and know everything's going to be okay. Yes, it will all be okay. And we're going to be able to see movies and talk about them moving yes. forward. Things will get lighter. They will. So that is it for this episode of Force of Light Entertainment. We appreciate you joining the conversation. Don't forget to look for new episodes every Monday and Thursday morning. And if you want to reach out to us, and like we said, we've shouted out two people today that found us over the past week and have reached out and have listened to the podcast. We love hearing from you. We do. So you can find us at, at um, well, we have Force of Light Entertainment on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram as Michelle34Smith. And I'm Natalie R. Grace on Twitter and NatLovesBella07 on Instagram. And you also can email us at forceoflightmedia at gmail.com. And let us know what, you know, what move, tweet us, email us. Uh, what movies are you really interested in in the ones we named? Uh, you know, which one of those are you most interested in? Which one of those are, you know, just whatever movie excites you? You know, let us know. Yeah. Like I said, we want this to be a conversation, so shout us out and let us know. And as always, we appreciate you all. Again, join the conversation, and next time, let's talk some more movies. Until next time, keep practicing social distancing and safe movie going. Yes. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Yes. See you.